What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. First things first, if you are a first-time listener, I'm going to be talking some shit. I'm going to be talking about myself. That is just what I've been doing for 124 episodes now, so you don't have to tell me about why I shouldn't do it, because I don't give a fuck what you say. But if you're a weekly listener, you know the deal. If you're not pitching in, pitch in. There's no harm in giving us $1 per episode by going to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash kind of neat and pledging $1 per episode. You newbies are going, ew, the first thing you did was ask for money. Hey, eat a dick, bruh. We don't make that much money off it. We don't got sponsors. We don't got ads. We do that to keep it fucking rent free around here. But we do ask for the support of the people because we want to empower the people to give us a dollar per episode, go to patreon.com slash kind of neat. If you want to fast forward past all this bullshit, do so until you hear a beat. And that's when we're going to get into the conversation with this week's guests, Speak and Dream Panther. Together, they are Speak Panther, and they have a new record coming out. They, well, they have a new record that just came out on February 24th because today, in theory, is March 1st. But it is actually, for me as I'm recording it, February 16th. Uh, so that's a little context. That's a little context about real time and, and what we're doing here. We record a couple weeks in advance, you know. Um, last week, you guys saw the Earth Gang episode. This week, you're seeing the Speak Panther episode. Next week, we will have more guests on a roll. I feel, I'm feeling like we're on a roll. We're on a roll. Fantastic. 2017, getting lit. What has happened today, as I was on my way over here, like before, the president, the evil orange Cheeto villain, um, was having his first solo press conference as the president, I think, maybe. And Jesus Christ, how can people like this dude? Like, how can you listen to this man speak and go, I am so happy that he's leading our country. His sentences never make sense. He doesn't complete sentences. He'll get onto one idea, interrupt himself in the middle of the idea, go off on a complete tangent and then try to come back full circle to the original idea. But at that point, it no longer makes any sense. It's crazy listening to him talk. He talks like, I just don't understand how anyone can appreciate his manner of speech and and find him to be well-spoken or have some sort of intimidating intellect or some sort of uh, superior intellect that makes him qualified to be the leader of the country. Listening to him speak is just like listening to the ramblings of a madman, and I don't understand how anyone could find it appealing. So I was watching that, and thankfully a few reporters did a good job calling him out, and he's been bragging incessantly about how 306 electoral votes, no one said we could do it, da-da-da-da-da. Like, this is his only, this is his accomplishment um, as the president is that he got 306 electoral college votes but lo and behold your boy barack obama got fucking 335 in his second election i believe so like he he's been blowing people out the water so i don't understand why 306 is anything to brag about so this motherfucker's out here calling everybody fake news while giving us these alternative facts but kind of neaters we see through that shit we see through the bullshit and let me tell you today on the podcast talking to my man greg and talking to my man anthony dream panther and speak 
We go off on some fucking political tangents. It's going to be happening. I'm sorry. The tone of the podcast is changing because I'm feeling like the country is getting flushed down the shitter into a downward spiral. And so I can't help it. We're going tangential and we are going into the fucking politics zone. And so you're going to hear people that like pay attention but aren't that we're not we're no political experts by any means, but if you want to go listen to a great political podcast, go listen to Pod Save America uh, by Crooked Media and get a little more informed because you've got uh, former speechwriters for Obama um, that are running a really great podcast that is super politically intense. Um, so we're not experts, but we are passionate about these things and uh, and we get into it and we get into it. And if you don't like that, fuck you. We're doing it anyway. Free entertainment. But yeah. Nothing has happened in the last two days since I recorded the last episode, so I don't have any great stories to tell that I can think of off the top of my head. I just spent the whole day with Speak and Greg, who are fantastic dudes. I've known Anthony Speak since he was 17, uh, when he was an obnoxious child catching a ride to San Francisco in the back of my Chevy Blazer, my two-door Chevy Blazer that was tan. Very sporty. It was very sporty. We drove to San Francisco for a battle. And that was when I first met him. It was when he was in a group called Soul Rock Affiliates. So I have seen this man transform more than a fucking go-bot. And uh, it's crazy. I've known him for almost half of his life now. And I've seen him continually evolve. And um, always impressive. Always malleable. And able to sound grounded in the fundamentals of rap music. Whilst remaining constantly on the cutting edge and constantly on trend and i heard the new record the speak panther record and it is no different than that it's a great it's a nice stylistic cohesive jump forward and it's good to be doing it this long and continuing to progress is a strong trait so that being said i'm just going to get into the conversation we got dream panther and speak on this show and uh you know Speaks a rapper and Greg's a producer. And so obviously the conversation is going to be filled more by one of them than the other. I'm sure you can guess which one wouldn't STFU, but it was fun. It was very fun talking to these guys. I like them. And uh, hopefully you have a good time with this one. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Dream Panther and Speak, otherwise known as Speak Panther. What the fuck, guys? You guys got a record coming out. We have a record yeah. coming out. Speak we, Panther. We, Speak Panther. Two former kind of neat guests like just impregnating each other's yep. musical mm-hmm. landscapes yeah. with <laughs> beautiful babies. How did this magic relationship begin? Greg, do you want to talk to um, me, Greg? Talk to him, Greg. Talk Use that me, Greg. sexy Panther voice of yours. Yeah. It started when Speak came back to L.A. after a stint in Mexico. Not a stint. I lived there. Well, yeah, at the at the time, it was kind of a stint because it was very early on. It was like the first six months or like something. Six months into it. Right? Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just because I wanted to come back after six months. It's because my visa expired after six months. So I'm like, okay, you, the, this, this is the jug. You leave before like a day before your visa expires. Right. Like, f- you know, five months and 29 days. You come back, you do some shows, you make some money, and then – Three day, you know, four days later, you go back to Mexico and they give you another six months. Really? So that you make the money, then you take it to Mexico. Donald Trump's biggest fears: <laughs> fuck all y'all, fuck the IRS. Nobody's freezing my accounts. You don't even 
know where my accounts are. Ha ha ha. So yeah, basically I'm his I'm his LA contact money man. So he launders all the money through me. He comes up every six what is months. The DJ for Vlad air. interview. You're yeah, out here fucking spilling the beans. I know, you guys are you guys are dry snitching right now. No, I'm, I'm just like, uh, hello. None I, of that shit happens. Hello, IRS. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have um, speak in the studio. Right yo, now? the IRS came after me and I beat them. The IRS came after me and I am not beating them. Oh, uh, like yo, my, this is how I know. Like I'm really, like you know, hashtag blessed because I've 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 sued and successfully beaten Sony in court. And I've beaten the IRS when they try to get me on a bogus audit. Like I'm undefeated right now. Huh? They like, didn't. They didn't. They I'm the Floyd. I'm me. the Floyd Mayweather of of, of legal of, battles. Of, of legal battles. Uh, you're the le- forty six have tried. Forty six have failed. The the legal shoulder roll. Yeah, I don't like. I have not lost a court case. Yeah, we suing everybody. So wait, what made you move to Mexico? Speak. The, how many years ago has it been now? It's no. It's only been like a year, like in four months. Okay. But what happened was yeah I see that this is the thing like I wasn't this is why I wasn't sure how long you're gonna be down there for because before be that him yeah. and Caleb were living together and in the down, as, in the downtown above the yeah. flower in the flower district yeah in, in, in Skid Row in yeah hell. and when they left Speak went to Mexico and Caleb went to Detroit so yeah. like it's just, it just like that like you know the thing was um, we we were just finishing up Sex Quest three yeah and. Um, like two days before, uh, I was, they flew me out to do like Sway in the Morning and like Fashion Week. And like that was a weird time because like all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's like cool to be like, it's like. Who flew you out? Uh, I got flown out by the Sway show. Oh, really? Yeah. They just they just do that? Yeah. I didn't realize it was like special, that. I thought special it was just talents. like if you're in New York, come through type of thing. No, nah, it was a. Uh, you might have to admit that because I don't know if people are allowed to know that. Oh, well, they know it now. <laughs> no, so anyway, yeah. I went out to New York to do Sway, but like two days prior to that, um, I seen like this dude die like literally outside my door, like a homeless dude. Oh, downtown? Yeah, like Ugh. he had like fallen and hit his head like Ugh. like right outside my like door. People, And that'd be the thing. We'd open the door sometimes and there would just be like junkies like having seizures outside our door or like people fighting or yeah. gunshots and, no, and i'm like, like oh you guys they, didn't live in a good they no. yo, they, they literally lived in the thick of it i'll never forget uh, i went over their house one night and i was looking out the kitchen window and like they you know the window overlooked this alley and you could see down like the uh, adjacent street because yeah. it was like near a corner and i swear there was like three or four groups of people like four or five people deep and they all had like the lighter torch like you know like an inch and a half two inches high and they're all just smoking crack smoking uh, crack like in, in like there was like three or four hookers groups. sucking like, like dudes dicks yeah, next to my roommate's car right there, like, like, it was weird so seriously. I, seen, I, I went see, there one time i can't really remember why I, maybe just to hang to out buy crack nah, <laughs> tell <laughs> your listeners <laughs> just, just tell them i do not buy that's crack. why my hair fell out i, I love crack <laughs> I don't buy crack. I give my crack for free. Come on, <laughs> okay. uh, I got the uh, no. But uh, I was yeah, I was at that apartment, and I and it was it wasn't in the nicest of neighborhoods. No. Oh, I know why I went over there. I think it was because um, I was picking, or was I picking you up to go to San Francisco or something like that? No, nah. yeah, because we had a show. We had a show. So yeah, so um, so what happened was I seen a dude like collapse and crack his skull outside my apartment, and like and you know that area is starting to get like hella gentrified, like the fashion district. And I just seen like people literally like, like, like hipster dudes just like step over this guy as he's bleeding to death and no one's helping him. And I like this is a true story. I called the fucking paramedics and they came. And I had seen people like get fucked up. I seen people get stabbed before. 
But I think that was just kind of like the straw that like like because you have this realization like yo what the fuck am I doing like right. I'm making decent money but I'm paying so much like to live in a shithole you know and stuff like this is happening and there's just a disconnect between people who have and people who do not and people that do not have right. and I was just like really like like mentally I was just drained so my lease that was in September my lease was up in October I ended up going to New York for a month making hella music doing press like just re-energizing and from New York I went straight to Mexico City to do an event for Red Bull Music and um I got a lot of love from the media people and my dad's from there so I was like I hadn't been back since I was 13 I'm just like yo I'm feeling this um my lease is up I'm gonna have my homies pack up my apartment and send me what I need I'm just gonna stay here Uh and everyone's like you can't do that. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. When you told me that, I was kind of like, yeah, that won't last. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought. It's but now like, it seems very real now. Yeah, like like my life is there. Like my relationships, my work. I throw like a like I throw a big ass fucking party there. Like my friendships are there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm collaborating with artists from there. It's like my life is there. Like you know, like people have their routines. Like uh, wherever city you're in, like I have my routines there. Like I get up. I fucking work on music. I, you know, I drink my fucking fresh squeezed juice from the juice stand. And it's not like a fucking $30 green juice. It's like, no, it's 20, it's like 15 pesos, less than a dollar. And they squeeze a liter for a liter of fucking juice they squeeze in front of you. Mm. I drink that, take my stroll around the neighborhood, make some beats, hustle a little bit. And it's just like, my life is there. And that's what brought me there, the energy. But like the, the true, like, like Eureka moment is during that trip, we were hanging out with uh, a bunch of graffiti artists and people who uh, supply the graffiti artists with uh, Montana spray paint. Because in every other country you go to, you realize, like, the culture of hip-hop and rap is still, like, yo, cats still battle and breakdance. And, like, a city like Mexico City, there's, like, the writing culture is super heavy. The whole city looks like a fucking, there's murals. It looks like a whole art gallery. Like, more so than New York, even. It's fucking dope. So... Uh, the homies who are street artists and work in street art took me, Gopi, and DJ Alfalfa to the pyramids and we were all on mushrooms and it was hot as fuck. Hot, dry, you're in the middle of the fucking sun and we start climbing the pyramid of the moon and, you know, and it's hot, hot and right when I got to the top and I kid you not, this is like not a joke, like the clouds came and thunder and it just starts pouring rain after we scaled the top of the pyramids and I'm already fucking tripping out of my mind. It was just like a very like like surreal spiritual moment i was just like and i told gopi i'm like gopi it's a fucking it's a sign i have to stay here because i was already contemplating it and gopi's like yeah it's fucking great idea just fucking stay here and don't don't fucking ask me for nothing man just (laughs) do it just get be far away from me tired of you asking me for shit and i'm like so i stayed stayed fell in (laughs) fell in love with the city Fell in love in the city, yeah. you know, like, and the the city inspired the new album, right? So it's just like just just living, right? Well, Greg, give us an update. What have you been doing since the last time you were on Kind of Neat? I don't know. Oh, I bought know. some new sweats. Yeah, yeah I bought some new sweats. <laughs> um, hey, Greg, you do have some nice sweatpants. Uh, thanks. I didn't even, honestly. I didn't even buy them. Like, I get all, <laughs> uh, no. Like, hey, he got true. the plug. Not even. Not the even sweat like, plug. Yeah, no, nah, I just I just like, get clothes for free most of the time. Like not even from cool places, just like 
For my family and my, my baby mom. mama. For yeah, my yeah, mom. for my mom and shit. Like, you know, there's... Wait, baby mama, did you have a kid last time we talked? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, okay. Yeah. Yo, his kid is 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's at UCLA doing good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I'm not joking. She's real smart, you know. She's she's actually she has a feature on uh, one of the songs. Yeah, she's on one of the. Songs. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's on the she's on the song we're gonna perform later. She, like she's like yo super yo, scientific nah, mad magic magistical. She's, she's, no. she's like she's like more like the brains you know behind the the whole thing. <laughs> so she, like, yo she came up with the hook and the title. I can't tell what's you know? happening. So, how old is your how old is your daughter? She's eight. Okay, so she came up Teen. with the hook. She did not. <laughs> she's hot. No, shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the. Wait, fuck. how is she eight? You were so young then. Not really. Wait, did we talk about this on our episode? Greg is sixteen. I think so Greg had maybe his kid when he was eight. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think right. we talked about it a little bit. I think I, I, th- I think I wasn't trying to like pry into it though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's 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 uh, it's tough. You know, like yeah, right. it's a little rocky up and down. You know, with baby mamas and stuff. But right. like, you know, it's all love. So you guys keep it cool. Yeah, yeah, we keep it cool. That's how yeah, I do it yeah. for the family, man. Yeah. Family first. The family affair. Over bullshit always. You know, family, family. <laughs> Group of juggalos oh, up in here. Buddy. So, um, so. Since we last spoke, then you've been just like living and working and doing what? Uh, just like making music, man. Yeah. It's like trying to expand a little bit. I'm right. getting more into like visual art. Visual art in yeah. what sense? Painting? Uh, yeah, painting and just like design. How's that going? It's cool. It's good. Um, I've been really dropping the ball on the painting biz, but um, the, yeah, looking to get into that, digging into that more. Right. How, how do you, how do you, like, do you, I, I always say like LA is the land where like you talk to people and don't know how they pay their rent. Like, do you have a job out here? Uh, yeah, I I have a part time job. How would do you do you want to talk about it or no? Uh, not really. Okay, I mind. mean it's cool. Like I don't like yeah. it's not like it's nothing shady or anything. Like right. it's fine. You know, like it keeps me fed, and that's like I guess like the the most important thing that like it does. You know, because like right. I don't like eating trash food. You know, like right. I'll do it every now and then. You know, just because like whatever. Right. But for the most part, like I really don't. You know. So, like, you know, that's, like, the one thing. I just, like, eating nice, like, bougie-ass food. I know, like, Speak and Caleb and everybody's, like, oh, you know, like, how lazy are you? You can't, like, smear some avocado on a toast, you know? But, like, I'm just, like, I can't do it. It's- Wait, you don't like avocado toast? No, no, I do. I do. No, seen it. no uh. I do. It's just, like, I. it's, like, really hard for me to, like, prepare food and, like. You don't like to cook? Nah, like, I, it's just too much, too much. You know what's funny is that every morning I wake up and make my girl avocado toast with a fried egg on it, over easy, and I crush it. It's, like, photogenic, beautiful, like, it's, like... Four, See, that, that's what I need. It's, I need, like, $14 I need that, like, avocado hipster yeah. toast, or, like, hipster avocado toast, and it really only costs about $2 to make. I know, shit. dude, I know, but see, like, if I did that, like, then, then like, just, it just, like, spirals in, like, the rest of my life, just, like goes out of whack and like everything just turns into a big mess oh see i have to you cook know? in the morning as part of my process like that's my catharsis in the morning to center myself wake up go to the gym on my tony robbins shit come home make that healthy smoothie and then get to work you feel me by, yeah. by like 10 o'clock i'm like ready and raring to go um yeah well so what else who have you, who have you who else have you been working with besides speak um i don't know man i can't keep track it's been it's been a while since we well, you, talked, you but... and caleb were like really banging shit out for a while after our because i had caleb on the show then i had you on the show and then you guys started working together as dream panther and, yeah and you guys were like working with everybody like caleb is a very energetic person yeah for real yeah Caleb Stone is who we're talking about. I think he was like episode somewhere in the 30s or 40s if you guys want to go back and look. Um, 
was it something new to you to be working with a lot of rappers? Uh, initially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was mostly just like doing and doing producing for me. So right. Who, who that was, was like a new experience. Um, who were some of the standouts you worked with? Besides uh, speak, you don't even know, huh? Yeah, dude. Like I don't because like I didn't. Well, yeah, father. father oh yeah, father. like oh, you did one. Of, you did one of my favorite father songs, actually. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I love that, that song. What was it called again? Speak. You probably know it. Nagasaki. Did. Nagasaki. That's a fantastic song. I remember yeah, retweeting Greg's that one. Production credits. Right. Yeah. Um. I. It's just. It's just. I guess for the past like uh, six months or so, a little over like six eight months, I kind of been like focusing more on my shit. Right. So, so new Dream Panther stuff coming soon as well. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of shit on deck. Um, it's pretty much done, you know. Just like waiting for the Speak stuff to be out, and then you wait know, to get rich out. off of Speak. Yeah, waiting yeah, to fucking much. ride yeah, my yeah. coattails all the way to oh, glory gosh. and stardom and frivolous groupie sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how long was it after Speak moved when Caleb moved? Then did he move to Detroit right after, or right when Speak? I just, like, Caleb this, was gone first. Oh, really? Uh, maybe I don't know. It was it was pretty much like the same time. Caleb moved out a month before the lease our lease was up, yeah. and then he bounced to Detroit. Yeah, and then like Speak was yeah the next month after. I'm like, okay, that, so. I'm, going, I'm going to Mexico. Were you guys still working together via email and shit like that, or no? Uh, we have, uh, but yeah, yeah, we we still like send each other shit right. all the time. Like we we basically share everything we make. Okay, so like you know we just share what we make, share like how we did it, like what kind of music we're into, what wave we're on, basically. Right, so. right. Uh, you were you're born and raised in Mid City, right? Yeah, still out there. Yep. Yeah, sick. Shout out Mid City. <laughs> still on the block. So it was on the block. Marvin Gaye's uh, Marvin Gaye was shot. Yeah, no? yeah. Marvin Gaye died. I, I think you. I remember you telling me that. That's fucking and, crazy. Yeah, that's very historic. Yeah. Um, what's the daily life like in Mexico? For like my routine or just sure, like yeah. Uh, usually, well, I think it's kind of dope because uh, we're on Central Time, mm-hmm. so I got like a two-hour jump on uh, California. On California, I'm usually up at like, like I'm up by nine. Right. Uh, take a stroll around the block, have a juice, smoke a little bit of weed. And I've been making a lot of beats, like, like in the last like year and a half. Like, I got like crazy beats. I'm gonna on start ju- on Ableton. Okay. Yeah, I got I got a little home set up. Like, I could do a little work at the crib track in like a big room if i need to and but just i like working out of home like comfortable watch a lot of football a lot of soccer you know i might might hit the poker tables play, really play some cards yeah really yeah like i'm like like i'm like really like a like a in like an international uh Superstar? Not superstar. Like I'm just like living like this real like cosmopolitan like playboy. Yeah, international, life. yeah, playboy. Like yeah. you seeing like my ex girlfriend. I'm dating like beautiful like women who are like way out of my league. That... You sound like an Orange County bro, kind of like. Pretty oh, much, yeah. I might go to the casino. Pretty fucking... much. No, no. For the, for the work, longest, I mainly work on play music. Online poker. For the longest, we wanted. I wanted to call this record uh, "Make Speak Great Again" because I realized <laughs> he he has he shares a lot of. Uh, Similarities and qualities. Well, with, I uh, realize Donald Trump. you're a fucking liar, and we'll never call the album that. Yeah, I know. We let's agreed. call it the most cliche <laughs> thing that's been overplayed for twelve months. Yeah, great, great idea. That's why you're not in charge of the marketing. <laughs> okay, all right, all right calm Pre- down, dude. Yeah, Jeez, chill out, like, press yeah. Pantero. Yeah, 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 press fucking. <laughs> Fucking press secretary Spicer over here. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Chill out. I don't know what I'm chill, doing, chill, but we're going to do chill. it. 
<laughs> salt Bay Spicer. Yeah. No, but salt Bay. <laughs> no, um, no, like I just do a little bit of everything. Um, I, I do a lot of I do a lot of reading, like like devouring fucking books, especially about uh, like history and history in Latin America. A lot of stuff about like Latin American American politics, because like even though like you know a little bit, like I'm trying to, I'm still trying to understand like like the world around me. Like and I don't take it for granted because like because I have like a like a music career that like allows me to like, okay, I could live here and, you know, work here. It, it's still, it's still a different world. Even if you speak the language, it's still a different world. And I'm just trying to like understand what's going on around me. And like, yo, like fuck Mexico's fucking fucked up. Right. There's a huge disparity in wealth. Like cats are either have like a lot of money or no money. And it's, and it's hard to break out of that. Like, it's super hard. The classism and the corruption and you're living in a police state. You see police everywhere with AK-47s and Dracos. Not Dracos. They're not on the Dracos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Migos have, haven't, haven't popped off yet. No, but, like, you see the shit around you and you're just, and you're trying to understand, like, okay, like, I should just, like, keep my head down mind my business not draw attention to myself but I'm, I'm trying to understand why why and how have you learned about like local industries that are there like what's going on in the city like how do people make their money yeah absolutely man absolutely like like um like they call it like the pelea like the like the fight people are fucking fighting like in mexico like yeah you see like a lot of like disabled people or like old grandmas or people you know who are blind and stuff. Yeah, like, people beg, but, like, but it's not, like, there's no equivalent, there's no Mexican equivalent of Skid Row because that's not the Mexican way, mm. you know? Like, yeah, there are people who are poor and there are people who are mentally ill and stuff, but, like, cats, like, from young to old are just fucking hustling, selling shit, trying to make any kind of money they can to take care of themselves and their family. But, I mean, like, as far as, like... Is there a middle class there at all? Yeah, it's all it's all upper it's like all upper middle class and and wealthy and then like very poor. There's no like it's not like here like oh the suburbs. It's like no, if you live in the suburbs, you're considered like wealthy by Mexico standards. Um, yeah, but learning about the indus- like industry, like there's textile manufacturing. Of course, there's there's like like Trump is mad about automotive industry, right. but yeah, because there is. There is a huge – there's huge plants in Mexico. There's like Volkswagen. There's Kia. There's all kinds of shit. But then like the, the, the coolest like – the, the most interesting thing that really fuels like um, like lower class economy or what would you consider like you know the working – sorry, not lower class. That's a fucking – working class economy. It's not how I meant it. I'm a little high, guys. Um, is, is bootleg and black market, which is – which is uh, supported in, in, in conjunction with the Chinese. So if you want that Speak Panther album, go down to Mexico City right now. You yeah, can it's already on the streets. <laughs> no, but no, like the Chinese are importing. There's a mad Chinese people in Mexico City because they're importing all kinds, like anything you could think of, like computers, shitty cell phones, bootleg Xbox games, uh, the th- sneakers, bootleg clothing. Like if Kanye drops a shoe on Friday, 
it's in the mercado on Sunday. Mm. Like a bootleg of it. It's fucking insane. And it's just like, oh, the Chinese are clicked up with the Mexicans providing product and cats are just hustling, selling anything they can. Especially like learned a lot about like bootleg economy. Like we have the song on the new album, like Viva Lagunia. Lagunia is in a neighborhood called Tepito, La, La Barrio Bravo, like the brave neighborhood because it's like blocks, city blocks and blocks of open air black market with no police presence. Mm. There are police, but police don't do shit there because like they don't want to fuck up the paper and the gangs really run that shit. And you just see people selling every fucking thing imaginable. Mm. You can get anything there. Like, like real shit and bootleg shit. Like, oh, a box of, you know, you, you want Viagra? Someone's selling fucking Viagra on the street. You want illegal drugs? You want a fucking uh, a gun? You want to buy used clothes? Could, I, Ray, could DVDs, I get a human whatever. kidney? What's up? A human kidney. You probably could. I don't fucking know. Like, it's just... It's really fucking interesting. What's the food culture like in Mexico City? Off the fucking hook. Right. Off the hook. Like, I always like, of course, like being from Southern California, you know, we have our, it's, it's, it is Mexican food. But we have have diverse Mexican food from all different regions. Like you got Oaxacan Mexican Absolutely. You got shit from the south, the south. You got like, like the the Norteño style. You got like carnitas de Michoacan. Like, like it's like from all other regions, but like Mexico City, like, you know, here in California, like, oh yeah, we got like good, we got good burritos. Like, right. okay, like yeah, burritos aren't really like a thing in Mexico City, but like San Diego is a burrito city. Yeah. I feel like uh, L.A. is a taco city. Yeah, Mexico City is a fucking taco city, man. Right. Like, and that that's <laughs> don't splice this so it sounds weird. Yeah, we're in Taco City, make America great. <laughs> like, no, food culture wise, Mexico City is like the that's taco. like the thing. Like, oh. What do you want for lunch? Like, oh, street tacos. Or, right, you're not going to find, like, a burrito stand. Yeah, there. and it's not like, oh, the Roach Coach or whatever. Like, mm. don't eat from the Roach Coach. Like, no, it, like, food cult, like, uh, the food culture is very street-oriented. Like, yo, you're on, you're on your break from school or work. Yo, hit the taco stand. Get a torta. But then, like, you get a lot of, like, good, like, food from, like, South America. Uh, South America, Central America, a lot of like Argentinian barbecue, like rotisserie shit, and a lot of traditional Mexican dishes. But now they're, Man, they're trying I to. I used to have a homie that had, that was Argentinian or Argentine. I don't know what you say, yeah. but he uh, his dad would uh, do Argentine barbecue, and he used to love me because I would go to their house and eat like they they just give you the fucking tortilla and you just scoop it off the grill with yeah, your hand fucking slab of fucking yeah. meat oh dude he would be like oh lee you're fucking you're like he would thought i was the best cuz i would just eat and eat and eat and yeah, eat yeah that eat, shit's eat. fucking a lot of grilled meats rotisserie love chickens it, i love that shit yeah that shit is fire but then like it's also very like progressive like cosmopolitan city so like in like the trendier neighborhoods there's a neighborhood called roma it's like roma and condesa is like the equivalent of silver lake and and fucking and Echo Park, where it's just like, yeah, it's Mexico, but like, look, kids, people are drinking iced coffee and walking their little dogs and wearing future hats, and right. like, you know, right. <laughs> they're drinking cold brews, and oh, there's fusion cuisine here. Like, I, I know the licks. Like, I found like the the fire ass like Thai restaurant in Mexico mm. City. There's mm. like a little bit of everything, but of course, like 
tacos and traditional Mexican food is it's it's off the hook, man. Is there a the is there like a regionally most popular meat there for the tacos, or is it just kind of like a pastor? Yeah, it's pastor or like suadero, which is like yo, like right out right by my crib, and I eat this shit like four times a week. I don't give a fuck. They got they do uh, they do a suadero and like tripa, like tripe. I don't eat that shit. Intestines, I don't like that shit. But they do like uh like longaniza, which is like a chorizo. But what they do is it's just fried. It's in a big bat just of oil just being fried all day. And then you could get like a, like a taco campechano, which is like a mix. They'd be like, yo, give me the campechano. And they're like, okay, they'll fucking chop up the suadero and the longaniza and they'll put it both in a taco. Isn't a like, campechano a hot drink or something too? Or am I nah. totally wrong about that? That's okay. chomperado. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's naga champa. Hey, your, <laughs> your boy's white as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the, ca- the, the campechano is just like the mix. So if you go to a taco stand, yeah. like, oh, give me the campechano. They'll be like, oh, the mix. Yeah, yeah. So that like, shit a sh- is, like a smorgasbord. Yeah, that shit is fire. Also mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, people eat like goat tacos, ram tacos. I love goat. Yeah, goat is off the hook. Goat is so good. Is that what is barbacoa usually goat or is it lamb? No, it's uh barbacoa is usually it's usually beef. Really? Yeah. Man, when I go to fucking um uh El Torino, their barbacoa there tastes very gamey. And really? I'm always like, Oh, I wonder if this is goat. But I don't know. They might they might be they might be mixing it up. Maybe. But goat is good, lamb is good, and like yo, in like Middle Eastern countries, like cats really be off lamb and goat. Yo, and it's crazy because like pastor in like like the Mediterraneans introduce like pastor to Mexico. Really? I learned that, yeah, because it's like, just shawarma. It's like, yeah, shawarma, it's Spitfire. Yeah, it's fucking off the chain, yeah, right? Like yeah. the influence is very real. Right, right. When you go to like a Mediterranean place out here and you see the shawarma, and then you go to fucking Leo's Tacos and you see the Al Pastor, yeah. it looks exactly the fucking yeah. same. But it's just funny it's though. Just different spices. You know, here you go to a taco place or a burrito place. You're like, yo, give me the carne asada. Mm-hmm. But like, and they, oh, you, and you're you're expecting beef or steak. Mm-hmm. Like you go to. You go to a place in Mexico City and ask for that, they look at you crazy because that just means grilled meat. Right. <laughs> so like, oh, well, what kind of grilled meat do you want? We right. have options. Right. So. That's funny. It's lit. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating good. I'm fucking. Nightlife out there. What's it like? <sighs> Man, very elitist. Do people, is Mexico big drinkers or what? Yes. Yeah. yeah, of course. Like we go, like you're drinking. I drink a lot. <laughs> Right. No, we get like cats drink, yeah. and it's not just right. like beers or whatever. Right. It's like a lot of tequila, a lot of mezcal. But the nightlife is dope. It's divided again because the classism is divided into like it's divided into like. Do you want to go to the the equivalent of like a Hollywood club where everyone's in V necks and like we like right. like the term is like oh you're a fresa like you're a preppy you're a rich boy because mm. like. They they dress like straight off the Zara mannequin, V necks, dumbass USPA bubble vest and fucking boot cut jeans, ornate jeans. Yeah, like they're all du- fucking those all those kids who like spend all that money on this shit. They're all fucking asshole rich kids. Like mm. fuck them. And they have like very sharp lineups and shit. Yeah, no, like real like like pretty boy haircuts. Fuck that whole scene. And you know, like they'll be like, oh, you want to go to this club? It's you know, a hundred pesos to or two hundred pesos to get in, which is like ten bucks. Which is like you're gonna and that's a lot of fucking money that you're gonna pay ten bucks to go fucking dance the city shitty. But then like on the flip side, like the dive bar scene, like catches drinking beer, that shit's dope, but the but like they have like the underground party scene is like the real fucking shit. And it's not even like underground, like underground rap. It's just like, oh, we we're not 
we're not dressing like that. It's right. just like the, the counterculture scene is like very like anti like rich kid shit, and it's and those are the best fucking parties. Like ham on everything, but imagine like a ham on everything party where everyone's just fucked up off of all kinds of shit, dancing to reggaeton all night yeah. till f- three or four in the morning. Right, that shit is fire. Like it's like some city of God shit. Like you're in a fucking warehouse, just sweaty dancing, like to to Latin music or how, club music. How did you uh, infiltrate your way into that scene? Like, who did you meet that kind of like started introducing you to the movers well, and shakers of Mexico City? Yo, well, the crazy the crazy thing is like uh, the like my connection within like the Mexico music scene started. Uh, three years or almost four years ago now, we played a uh, me and Ty took Ty Ty Beeper King. We went down to Tijuana to play a festival. Shout out Westside Ty, Westside Ty, the legend. Uh, we do, went do, down do, to do. Tijuana to play a festival called All My Friends, mm-hmm. and it's a fucking amazing festival. And we met a lot of like we met this uh, this really dope like a garage surf rock band from Mexico City called Los Blenders. Those are the homies, and we met. I met this dude, Lau, who's in this electronic crew called Nafi. Now, Lau and their squad, the, it's electronic music. A lot of like, like it would kill low-end theory because it's like glitch. Shots ba- fired. Yeah, it's, it, no, they would go no, over kidding. there. No, was, not like yeah, it, right, would right. Kill, it, it would like kill, go over would, so well. It would kill at that. Yeah, be, uh, like it's so bass heavy, like the, the drums glitch and it's like electronic, but it's with tribal, cumbia, salsa rhythms, mm. like like soca rhythms it's like indigenous rhythm mm-hmm. like over electronic and there's mm-hmm. no shit like that and they they throw the best parties in mexico mm. so i met those cats four years ago now when i returned to the city four years later nafi is worldwide now mm. nafi is like diplo wants to be nafi mm. like nafi is like doing boiler rooms and tours in asia and, and europe and like now every all of a sudden the eyes of electronic music are in mexico city mm. and like people want a piece of what they got mm-hmm. but those are just the homies and they're just like yo you live here that's great like come to the party come to the party and then on top of that just and a lot of local uh, the crazy thing is like a lot of like the like the rappers from the city knew who i was before i moved there because mm, it kind of neat <laughs> because of, yeah because it kind of yeah no, because of a lot of reasons. Yeah, like, right. Oh, you like you wrote. Oh, you're fucking speaky F, babe. Yeah, you wrote this song that was big here. Right. Oh, you're Mexican American and right. you're like and you're really good at rapping. Right, right. Which is it's, it's I guess it's still kind of a rare thing. Right. I guess I don't know. Shots fired at Kid Frost. Yeah, you're just you're just starting mad beefs today. No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was fairly easy, and also. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say like I didn't have a little bit of a head start, right? Because I knew people, right? Just from my travels and journeys, and it's all been it's been very receptive. And then I started throwing a rap party down there. It's like the only spot in the city where you can go and you could like hear the new Young Thug or Migos because the people want it, but the the classism is so heavy. Like clubs and bars don't play that shit. Mm. So when I'm like, yo, I want to throw this party, people are like, oh, that's that ghetto music like they have a word for it in spanish they call it it's it's like it's called naco Mm -hmm. but it's like it's like using ghetto as an adjective Mm. like oh you play that naco music you play that like ghetto street like a white girl saying it's so ghetto or that's yeah no it's the worst and like there's been instances where i'm djing my party my club that's fucking packed Mm. to the brim and everyone wants a whole crew like 
crowd of Spanish speakers are jamming out to Migos and Young Thug. Then I get some fucking clueless, like, fresa, preppy girl, like, rich girl come up to me and just like, um, can you, like, can you, por, por, instead of por favor, porfis, can you play Justin Bieber, porfis? What's porfis? It's like, por favor, but like, it's like the, it's like the, like the, the slang for like the rich, it's like the, uh, like, oh my God, like, right, right. whatever, like, bye. It's like, instead of por favor, porfis, right. can you play Justin Bieber? This music is naco. And then I'm saying, well, get the fuck out of the club then. Bitch. Like, what the fuck? Like. And it's like you're a Mexican person telling another Mexican person in a room full of Mexican person that this is ghetto. Right. Like, like, what is going on in your fucking brain? Right. But fuck the negativity. <laughs> All positive, gang. No, and so yeah, like, we start throwing a track and party. Yeah, and right. Down in the DF. Down in the DF, not down in the DM. But now... What does DF stand for? District Federal. Ah. Like, But now, to get rid of... The, they had this whole campaign... Because they're trying to brand it like the six or something. DF is now CDMX, Why? City Mexico, uh, to make it like come to CDMX. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like this big political thing. And I fucking hate that branding. But like, everyone's like, like people who are from there is like, nah, this shit is DF. This shit's DF. DF. But so that's how I kind of like got in, just collaborating, like just being out. Like, same, you know, you just meet people and they, and they embrace me, you know? The only time I ever felt like any kind of like, like negativity or hostility is toward is from like people in Mexico City who like think they have more money and status because they try to flex on you. Like it's a very like in your face kind of classism. Like I'm ew, like that's ghetto or oh, like you don't dress like this. You must be poor. Right. How's your how's the Jesus look working out for you down there? I think the, it protects me to be really? honest. Yeah. Especially when I'm walking through the hood. Because like, the hair is longer than I've ever seen it right now yeah. and the beard is really long as well. well. I think that's why like people are like, Oh, don't go to like Mercado Sonora. Don't that's like the witch market where they sell like the Santeria and shit like because that. Because somebody gets a piece of your hair. Like, yeah, and they're like, Yo, don't go to Tepito, don't go to Lagunilla, don't go to downtown at night. Mm-hmm. I'll be walking like and I'm not I'm not saying it's not dangerous, but I'm aware. You just got to be aware. You got to know where to go, where not to go. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of, like, nobody fucking with me has been like, oh, like, one, he's speaking Spanish, you know, even though I always get people talk shit about my Spanish all the time. Like, ah, you're fucking Chicano. Mm. <laughs> you're Spanglish. But right, explain I, that, the Chicano thing. Oh, but hold on. But I think it's because okay. I look like Jesus. I'm protected. Okay. Because like, yo, we can't rob him or shoot him because, right. like, that's Jesus. We're cursed. <laughs> right. Like, yo, like... <laughs> <laughs> we we can't fuck with Jesus, right? right? But no, but that's a thing, like, and that's like a like a theme on the album. You learn there's a difference between being Mexican American, being Mexican, and then being Mexican American in Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's it's di- it's different. Like I get clowned all the time because like my Spanglish or or like you know people like because you didn't grow up in like a Spanish speaking house, did you? Yeah, my dad spoke yep. Spanish, okay. my dad spoke Spanish. Okay, but like in Southern California, you speak Spanglish. Right, it's a Southern California thing. It's like a regional thing. Or I have friends in Texas who speak Spanglish. It's just right. and it's like I have fucking three languages going on in my house. There's a lot to process. Right, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, people will be quick to be like, like you're you know, not, like you're I get, not call, a real I get called a weddo all the time. Like, oh, weddo, weddo, American. Like my taco man, I don't know why, but he calls like 
because we've talked about like wrestling and stuff, and he has right. kids and he loves wrestling. And I and because I'm American, every time I come to the taco stand, he's like he either calls me Weta or Hey John Cena. John, Cena. I'm like yo. First off, I don't even fucking look like John Cena. <laughs> right. Two, that strikes a chord because I fucking hate John Cena. <laughs> right. And three is like, is that the only American? Like, right. is that what you equivalent? Is that like what you equate being right. American to? Like, I don't know. Having the- a crew, <laughs> being buff with a crew right. cut and jean shorts. Right. Every time I go to this taco spot, like, I don't think the the name Lee, like, really translates in Mexican or, like, in Spanish. I said it. Yeah. I'm an asshole. Uh, translates. Yeah. Oh, dude. So every time they don't know how to spell. <clears throat> they don't know how to spell Lee. They're like, they spell it L-I or something. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, nah, like, nah Lee, L-E-E. And they go, oh, Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. And so then when I get my tacos, they go, Bruce Lee? <laughs> Every time. It's so funny. L-A-A-A. It's not like it's not like they remember me. They just go Lee. And then they're like, oh, Bruce Lee? L-A-A-A. All right. Yeah. Lee. Yeah, yeah. So, just tell them. That's next time tell them that. L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-L-A-
My dad's like fully loving being grandpa. Really? My dad loves that shit. He loves like. Are you Uncle Speaky? Yeah, but I'm like absentee Uncle Speaky because like I don't be around for like my my niece. I have my brother has a baby. And my sister has a Weren't baby. You like, didn't you have like funny stories about your your little sister? Like, dude, straight like she's Chola, like a, no yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, I like, remember that story. I, I didn't want to say that. No, but, but I, like, I felt like I remember you telling me that she and and I don't really understand why. But you know that's a whole other fucking thing. I just don't I just don't understand like why like especially. Because she's so much younger, yeah. you know, like she didn't have to go through the hardship that we had to go through. And like by the time I was out of the house, like my parents, their shit was together. The money was right. They had a house. You know, they're working hard. Like they're not – they're very loving. They're not abusive. They're not drug addicts. So I don't – I don't know. People have their reasons. But I don't know. She's just really wild out. Like she wanted to be a little chola. I don't fucking know why. She wanted to shave off her eyebrows. I don't know why. Shitty stick and poke tattoos. I don't know why. Mm. But but she has a kid now. And yeah, my, my dad just loves being grandpa. I think like it gives him something to do. Mm. He, he's totally down for it. My mom loves that shit too. But I feel bad for it because I'm just like, damn, y'all should, you, like, you guys are done raising kids. You guys should be done. Right. But I don't think a parent's job is ever done. Right. So. Um. Maybe this is a loaded question. I don't know, but both of you fellas are brown guys, and there are some new uh, there are some things going on with ICE. And, and I, the only reason I'm going to ask this question is because what's, sh- what's ICE? The um, ICE. Immigration and Customs something or another. But they're doing oh, yeah. they're doing raids they're doing right now. Sweeps and, and so I, like this is not to say that I assume you guys have a bunch of immigrants in your family, but I know people. I, I've been hearing. Um, stories from friends about like their moms uh um who have been here since they were six years old um who are getting like letters from or like getting knocks on the door from from uh immigration officers and shit have you guys been having any of that since fucking trump has been in office is it affecting any family no Uh, thankfully not mine like i think my whole family's like mostly immigrants yeah yeah no No. i haven't really no i got i got i got some cousins here you know they're doing their thing, right? But uh, I don't know, man. Like I hear, I hear about that, but like I feel like Obama did a lot more. Well, Obama deported more re- people than any other All right, president. Panther. No, well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying. No, like, a, a lot of people. A lot of people like, got yeah, deported. I, Obama I, fan, like, I heard that. I heard that before. And like a lot of people got deported. So like Nick, my homie Nick showed me the statistic on like how many people he actually deported it was, like, yeah, in his first year. It was a lot. It's crazy. Like, yo, it was like over 2,000 people but a those day. those ice rates are fucking... A lot of that shit is bullshit, right? Because dig this, man. Like, I heard they were at the at the courthouse in LA doing sweeps. Right. Because you can be... Here's the thing. You could be an immigrant in this country, but... If you commit a crime... It, yeah, but like you, could, like you could be here in the process of getting your citizenship or on a working visa or whatever and, you know, checking in with your with your caseworker and stuff and and just having ICE sweep through or ICE sweep through and be like, yo, like, yeah, handcuff, throw them in the van, deport them. That's like saying like, okay, it's like the equivalent is like being like, okay, you're on probation. You did your time. You're, you're in the system. Your, your file is in the system and you're checking with your PO and you haven't violated anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to your normal checkup meeting and then a police just mobbing in on you like, yeah, well – 
yeah, we got you at the probation place. You're going back to jail. Right, right. For what? Like, for checking in? For following the procedure? It's fucking bullshit. It's, it's, it's horrible. I don't know what the fuck is happening. You got anything to add to that all right, Panther? <laughs> Panther voted for Trump. Let's just That's not be fucking real. true. Shut the fuck <laughs> no, up. I'm just kidding. That is not true. That's I did not. not true. <clears throat> We were we did have a pretty like heated conversation in the car about um, people that are trying to partake and or exploit um, rap culture, which w- we all recognize ourselves as guests in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it is not, it is. Yeah, our, I'm not a Puerto Rican it, teenager from the Bronx it, in the it, '70s. It, it like, is I our didn't start this shit. right. It's our culture to uh, Brooklyn, app- appreciate movie. and participate in with um, with all humility, um, but. There are it's, there seem to be a lot of people that partake in the rap culture and are making money off of it that have like all of a sudden gone super alt right, and it's kind of crazy to me. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, stop. Detach yourself. Like one, uh, take a step back and realize who you're profiteering off of mm-hmm. and how you're getting your money. You, you, people talk about the culture this and the culture that and you want to fucking do this with rappers and promote and throw parties and this and that but you're not but you're fucking but your politics are are just very oppressive yeah a very oppressive um go away <laughs> go away take a long hard look in the mirror and like realize like what you're doing is wrong and and it is wrong but like people have been exploiting and profiteering off of you know poor black kids poor brown kids since the jump of of rap music labels managers whatever but it's just like it's it's so fucking whack like well just seeing like kids that were rappers now that are taking the super definitive like Donald Trump route is so crazy to me like I don't understand how they're racist could... and they don't fuck they don't right. deserve I don't I don't I don't see care. how you could be like a white Big Alaska kid. Mike DC I don't give a fuck like they don't fucking they don't deserve a place here like there you go I don't care if you like you have beats going and you rap and you have your little fucking your little white fans like yeah build that wall build the wall this art was created innovative being pushed by and created as a means for people the have nots mm-hmm. black people latino people puerto rican people pe- poor people to express themselves and you have the fucking nerve to say yeah we need we need more police and, right to appropriate that to appropriate that art form and yeah. then use and it to push sh- it with your fucking shitty rap your fucking shitty half joking half serious songs like fuck you like, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're a racist. And I don't give a fuck because I know, like, Mike DC, like, Mike DC stayed at my house when Caleb was working on his music. And even, like, then I knew, like, you know, he was, like, fucking 18, 19, crashing at her crib on the couch. And even then I knew he was fucking fried. Like, yeah, I believe in reverse racism and, you know, this and that. I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. I don't think it's funny. Call me a cuck or a snowflake. I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. We were talking about this. I'm right. not. I hate like, that fucking term. No, but you, no, it's, uh, liberal tears. I'm like, you're fucking fat drinking a fucking big gulp on a fucking computer, mm-hmm. not fucking doing nothing with your life. Right. I will beat the fucking dog shit out of you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. on fucking God. Let me tell you something. Speak out quick hands. I'm fucking fast as fuck and I hit hard. Speak out quick hands. And I'm just mad as shit. Like, 
oh, libtard, uh, your liberal tears. I'm like, first off, I'm a grown-ass man. Secondly, you would never say that to my face because I would slap the shit out of you. And I think, like, yeah, and, like, I'll say it, like, like, yeah, when I see, like, guys like Anthony Fantano tweeting, like, oh, no, don't boycott my, like, like, boycotting Milo with violence. Yeah, that's real hypocritical. I'm like, yo, you're really showing, like, you're really showing your ass. And you're really showing that you don't understand, you don't understand what's happening to the rest of the world. And I'm not no fucking Chuck D. I'm not a mortal technique. But this shit is right in front of you. And you can't even acknowledge it. It's just like, yes, obviously, people dying on both sides is the worst fucking, th- no one should be dying. We agree on that, but the fact is people are and people are oppressed and and you can't even acknowledge that. People don't want to go out and protest violently just to do it. Like it's like a fucking – it's a breaking point. How much longer do we have to say, please stop killing us? Please stop shooting us unarmed? Please. Or please stop profiling us because we're black or we wear a hijab or we wear a turban? Please stop. Please don't call me wetback. Please don't – you know what I mean? Like, how much longer? This conversation has been going on too long. And to me, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no middle ground. Are you, are you with us right. or are you against same. us? Right. And I think even like subtly defending someone like, Shows. like Milo is – like Milo Yen. What, how Dude, there's, just, there's just I like too much – I the shit out that's, of him that's, if that's, I saw that, him. That's, re- that's really like uh, – I think that you're really on the wrong side of history if you're like even even sarcastically standing up for that dude. It's fucking it's revolting. And I don't give a fuck how like I know who that guy is. I don't care. And that's the thing. I don't care like how frosted your tips are, how how charming you are with your accent and and your well articulated bigotry is like, yo, fuck you. You're a racist. I'm not a racist. I fuck black guys. Yeah, you can still be racist. And you are racist. You talk about free speech. Nah, man. Get that shit out of my face. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Greg? Nah, I, I was going to say, I feel like there's, like, a lot of, like, double speak, And, like, that kind of, like, ties into, like, what you're saying about this other dude and, like, how they try and use things to make it seem like you're contradicting yourself and all this right. bullshit. And, like, False the, equivalencies and logic gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, cause I, and then the one, the one thing that I could think of was um, that movie with the uh, – with the black women who were the uh, mathematicians behind uh, hidden figures, yeah, that one. So like, yeah, there's a big way. ass billboard. I guess, I don't know. I don't want to really watch right. movies, but right. there's a big ass billboard for it, and I would pass it like pretty often. And like, I, I noticed like underneath it, it like had the tagline something to the effect of like the untold true story. And like initially when I read that, I just felt like. That was like really it's like it's a fucked up thing to say like why would you put un in there when like you know you don't really need to like you could just say it's a fucking true story right or that it's like a never before told story right. you know to like put un makes it in a way seem that is not fucking true uh. you know and like I know it's like really weird and like subtle but like I feel like there's just like a lot of shit a lot like of that. double speak. like where you like you know it's like when you read it you go oh yeah it's the untold true story but like later on when you think back on it like you just remember un and true story like uh. you know what I mean it's yeah. like shit like it's like a pre-owned car like that bullshit like right. I, I don't stand that shit I can't stand that shit uh. either like I just just call it what it is dude like did you, know, you guys like, watch it in figures? I didn't see it. No. Nah. I mean, I thought it was a great movie, but uh, even still, it had those tints of like, like, why is Kevin Costner always playing a white knight? 
You know what I'm saying? Kevin Costner, ever since Dances with Wolves, this motherfucker is always like... Waterworld. He's he's always the white dude that's like empowering empowering people of color. And it's like... But so therefore, thereby he becomes like the hero of the movie because he's letting people of color like do their job. That's That's false. That's what I'm saying. It's like like shit like that. Black black people already have their fucking heroes. Right. And we need more of them. Latino Dude, people you know, have like the, their heroes like the fact that you culture. can't say nigger on TV or on the radio, I feel like is a huge disservice to the uh, colored community. Mm. Like, you know, it's like it is what it is, dude. Like, it was a fucking nasty word that people have taken and like reshaping into like something that's like empowering and uplifting, and then like you can't fucking say it. Mm. Like, you know, like I feel like oh, it's, but, a, but a white guy on Law and Order could say it. Mm. Or or whatever fucking TV show, mm. Sons of Anarchy. They be saying that shit. Do they? They said that shit. I never seen. Something. But like, yeah, you like, dude, you turn on Power One Hundred Six, and it's like every fucking N word is bleeped out. Right, like, right. Well, yeah, and, and just the the mental gymnastics that people play with, like. Uh, <sighs> The thing that's really been killing me lately is how racists will try to point their fingers at progressive people, liberal people, fucking cucks, whatever you want to call us. Like, they'll point their finger and go like, oh, uh, maybe you liberals don't understand that there are other viewpoints in, in, in trying to cover up their races, racism, you know, going like, uh, maybe you guys should like listen and tolerate my views. Like just no. because I'm a white nationalist, maybe you should tolerate my views. And it's like, just no, because I hate being you progressive, and you dead. Be, being progressive does not mean tolerating hatred. Like you are allowed to hate haters. You know what I mean? Like we are allowed to disapprove of people that hate other That's people. That's a little ping pong period. game they be playing. Right. Like, and so mm-mm. and so you can't say that I'm intolerant because I don't tolerate racism. That's a, like, that's dude, a, they, just, a, they just want to make everything a gray area, you right, know? Where right. it's like, no, dude, you're wrong. Like, right. you're stupid. This music is trash. You know? Like, it is what it is, <laughs> right. dude. Like, so don't be mad at me for being like, I don't want fucking garbage. Like, I don't want to live next to fucking people who hate. Like, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm, I'm not a hater. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I have zero tolerance like, policy. Exactly. Exactly. That that's the whole thing is like, I have no, I have no tolerance for that shit. It does it doesn't it doesn't make you a uh, uh, a hypocrite as a progressive to hate a racist. Like yeah. you are allowed to do that because that person is pushing negativity and oppression in the world and that's what we're fighting against. Um and also as far as what you were talking about with like free speech I love when people go like, oh, way to go, progressives. You're, way to go, liberals. You're being a bunch of hypocrites because you're blocking someone else's free speech rights. And like, nah, that's not how free speech works. Free speech is one of the is one of your uh, given rights in the Constitution, be, meaning the government is not allowed to stop you from speaking. So the government can protect hate speech all they want. But guess what? The right to assemble is also a, a means of free speech, and it means that – if you're going to be out there free speeching and talking about fucking talking about hatred, then it's perfectly legal and not violating your the, rights the, to free the, speech to go out there and tell that person they're a piece of shit and that they should shut the fuck up. You know, That's the, it. The idea, the free speech idea thing, living, being like living in different countries and seeing like the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's a fuck. It's an American thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, and it's a purely made up thing mm-hmm. because. It's like the customer is always right. Yeah, if I go thing. up to, if I, if, yeah, it's bullshit. Like if I go, up, you know, if I go up to like a random girl on the stream, be like, "Hey, bitch, what's up?" Mm-hmm. Like, 
there's a repercut. There's going to be a repercussion for me going up to a stranger, calling her a bitch. You might sock me, mace me, slap me, or whatever. Nothing is free. Mm-hmm. Nothing is free. And people, it, and it was this free speech thing is designed for us to 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 fight against oppression. It's it's designed to, fu- to be able to talk ag- about like, the government without fear of arrest. Yeah, or without fear of detention. And people are like, no, it gives me my right to. Wave my Confederate flag and I can call you say every whatever slur. Whatever I want, right? I can I'm say like, whatever. yo, yes. Cool. If you want to say whatever, yes, you want. and I can walk into right. a bank with a gun and say, "Give me all your money." Right, but there's gonna be repercussions. Yeah, because and that's how life works, right? right? So this notion that so if you want to go out and free speak, if, speak freely about hatred and push hatred, like don't be surprised when, when a fucking someone tries to when a massive yeah. people yeah. protest and it becomes irate and it becomes violent. Like that shit happens because and when people get together, the breaking point, right? And that's the thing is that it, it, when a group of people get together, group group think psychology takes over, and if one if one person pushes somebody, then guess what? A all out fucking war is gonna break out. Yeah, that's just, just what happens. It's it's we're living a real i could even i could feel it in mexico i could feel it in mexico i could feel it here it's in the air obviously you know you can feel it yeah. like it's like this this palpable thing like oh shit like shit is fucked up right. shit is fucked and, well, and things have been <laughs> fucked before but it's just like like it's it's a joke. You turn on the TV every day. It's something. It's kind of cyclical uh, throughout history. Like when things start to feel fucked up again, and like yeah, you know, it, it's it, the reality is it always feels fucked up while you're living in it. But and then you look back in hindsight, and you're like, oh, it doesn't didn't feel as fucked up then. But at that time, it felt fucked up. Like I, I mean, just watching uh, like CNN put out that documentary, uh, like a long documentary about the 60s and the 70s. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, dude, it was fucked up in the 60s, it was fucked of up course. in the 70s. Is fu- like, the, like all the exact same shit that was happening then is still, still happening, happening now. now. And yeah. we all, we feel like we were taught that it all went away or that it's no. all been resolved. So, so, that's, 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 so that's how they get you. Like yeah. they that's, just, they don't, they don't allow you to talk about it and really like, you know, bring it to the forefront and be right. like, yo, like, this was wrong. Like, enslaving people is right. fucking wrong. Obvi- like, yeah. degrading no, people fucking... just because of their fucking skin color is wrong. It's an illusion. So they just like, yeah, they make you, they try to make you forget about that by like, oh, the N-word is a bad word. We can't fucking say that. Or, like, oh, like, yeah, people have, everyone has the right to vote now. Like, hi, every, that yeah, makes yeah, up yeah, for yeah. all the slavery and that makes, or not even, that makes it's up just for like, the misogyny and the Or it makes up for the, like, voter women. suppression that they've fucking been doing for the past, like, you know, Ever like 15 what? years or however long, uh, dude. The, yeah, yeah, like since the, since the since, right to vote was given. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I've so like, always been voter suppression. I, I made a I made a comment on I'm on Facebook a while ago, which is number one, probably the worst thing. Yeah, you just stay do. off Facebook. Dude, yo, out, I deleted I deleted my Facebook app, and it's been the best thing. Ever. Yeah, because you I didn't even delete my account. I just left it. You, just don't go on it yeah. anymore. Like you have all. all these horrible people and their whole horrible opinions, and I see my little brother. Andres Negrete, my little brother's name is Andres, not Drew, not Drew Negretti. His name is Andres Negrete. I seen my little brother's, his best friend growing up was this white kid named Alex Middleton. Good kid, like whatever. He's a kid, you know, whatever. He was my brother's little friend. Now they're adults. And uh, I said, like, yo, like, I don't have no tolerance for this shit. It's like you're with us or like you're with us or you're against us. And I seen uh, my brother's childhood best friend his dad some fucking redneck who never left marino valley like comment 
like Trump 20, 2017, make America great again. I said, uh, his name's Kerry. Kerry, I was like, America was never great for people of color. America was never great for women. America was never great for the Asian railroad workers, the migrant farm workers, for, for slavery. America was never great for anyone other than Christian white people. And now y'all are fucking mad because you got to share. And y'all don't want to share. And you guys don't want to, you guys don't believe, you guys don't believe in equality. White is, in that sense, when you say make America great again, that's a fucking synonym for white. Mm -hmm. Great is white when these people are saying it. And they might as well be saying white power. Because they're like, (laughs) it's horrible. I don't know, man. I feel like it's just. I know. I feel like it's really just a top, like, pitting the middle and the lower against each other, you know? Like, I think that's why, like, all this shit is. just it like is, Even, but even right, to the white people, they're, like, they're, they're like feeding them propaganda, you know? Because even poor like, white people think, oh, we're with the rich whites. Yeah, we agree no, with them. Saying. But they're exactly. not. They're yeah, not. They're, not. they're not. They're not. Like, they're Trump not. don't give a shit. Nobody in that Rex Tillerson, all, they don't give a fuck about nobody. You look at You look at that crew uh that cabinet when they're all together everyone and they are repulsive like it turns my stomach they look like disgust they look like demons to me and not because they're white but because you can see with their little plastic smiles and like their pale skin and their bad tans and their fucking dumbass suits and their haircuts that they have fucking evil inside them and and their skin masks that are just barely covering their reptilian skin yeah dude it's like (laughs) it's evil man it's like it's evil it's evil it's evil speak tell them about the moon base I don't know about the moon base. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a – I just heard about this the other day. The homie, Nick, was like, yeah, there's a moon base and they got fu- – Nick, come in here. We got to have Nick who plays guitar on uh, for us live. Yeah, um, and he's on the record. Really great guitarist, great musician. He told me about the moon base yesterday. Is it uh, on yeah, the dark a, side of the moon? Let me make sure the left is on the left and the right. <laughs> I'm, I mean they put the L and the R on the headphones. For a reason. Yeah. yeah, and so there's people in this world who will be like, oh, just put them on. Put the L on the R and the R on the L. What does it matter? You got two ears, but, you know. Yeah, get it right. Well, the first thing is that we're not on the moon, so obviously we didn't make we didn't make the cut. We're not on the base. Right, we're not there. <laughs> we're not there. We no, are, we if are you don't know about Earth. it, there's a reason. Yeah, if you knew about it, you would be there. Yeah. Well, then how do you know about it? Well, I keep my ear to the skies, and I can hear all these things bouncing off of the monoliths on Mars and stuff. So, I mean, it's out no, there. It's you real, can you can tune in. You don't got to be on the other side of the moon to hear the stuff and see the stuff. It's in you. It's in your genes. We're all human. Huh? We're all. It's all right there. It's just inside you. You got to read a book, you know. But yeah, there's people on the other side of the moon, and man, they know stuff that I'll tell you what. The whole reason they're up there is because there's water in the moon. You know what I'm saying? There's water on Earth. People are like, oh, so what? There's water on Earth. We can take the water off of Earth, right? Yeah, but the moon is smaller. Take out less gravity there. It's cheaper. Pull it off the moon. You can go to Mars. A million years ago, we there were people on Mars. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I mean, at least a million, probably more. Wait, so are we on leftist conspiracy theories or rightist conspiracy no, just, theories right now? Uh, I mean, it's like multidimensional conspiracy. Yeah, yeah there's no left or right on this. Uh, uh. 
Well, are the people living on the moon base? Are they they're just like elite Americans with wealth I and mean, connections. I'm or not sure just, how you get. Or up were there. they chosen? You know, it's like everything else. You know a guy, they know a guy. Like This podcast has gone completely off the fucking rails. I have no idea what we're talking about at this point. Somebody asked there. about the moon base. They wanted me to get on yeah, here. Yeah, right. Anyways, they're listening to the monolith that's on uh, Mars. There's uh-huh. this uh, moon that goes around Mars. and It has a monolith? Yeah. Huh. Phobos, right? Is that what it's called? I yeah. Think. Yeah, it looks like a potato. It goes around Mars like every eight hours. <laughs> how did you How did you find out about all I that? just, I watch the stars. I look at the sky. Yeah. I pay attention. You what? Yo, this became too much. Are we going to talk about kettlebell workouts next? That's, is that, oh, what do you Joe know about Rogan, that? I don't know anything about Joe that. Does Joe Rogan still talk about that? I know no. he used to. Okay, never mind. Uh, yes, well. so, yeah, so crazy things are happening. Hey, man. The whole point is just, you know... Take a look at the, st- the sky every once in a while. Yeah. And just listen to the world just around you. Just listen to the stars, man. Uh. Yeah. You know, not to be like the irate, like, Latino Mexican guy. Like, I'm just like, I mean, you know you know what? I think st- the be- my political stance is neither left nor right. I am neither snowflake nor snowman. See, I, I, I'm just, that, that's the thing. Is just that, be a good fucking person. Right. Be good to the people around you. Be nice to your neighbors. If you can help someone out, do it. See, do I, it without I, intention. I, I will say like that. And mind I, your fucking business. I, I don't. I don't do the whole like I'm not left or right. I'm not. I'm independent. No, I'm a fucking leftist. Period. And I have been ever since I understood the difference between the two. Yeah. I think libertarianism is bullshit. And if you're a fucking libertarian, you're just you're 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 probably also secretly have problematic economic beliefs that are like borderline racism yeah. or borderline racist as well. If you're somebody trying to tell me that America is not a, a, a racist country, that it's a classist country, you're wrong. About about no. that because Kanye. He, yeah because because even because even poor whites they think that they're, they're not poor they're just fucking uh they're just a one lucky break away from being a millionaire you know what i'm saying like and, and what's holding them back oh it must be immigrants you know what i'm yeah. saying like america's racist as fuck period and yeah and, and, I, and it's and always I, I, been i'm not a centrist i'm not a centrist i think that my empathy leads me to believe that we should be helping those that are being right. oppressed period it goes everywhere man people on the moon <laughs> think that they're better than the earth people they're looking at us earthies like yeah you're <laughs> still <laughs> you're still down there man i feel bad for you these they don't deserve to be up what here, like us. here? What we're the, there's a reason we're on the moon yeah we're better than those guys yeah, yeah. so fuck those oppressive it's, it's ass just, moon people yeah. um all right well, we've gone off the rails here speak it was good to see you and good to catch up with you i don't get to see you enough anymore because yeah, you live in mexico we, now we spent the day together yeah absolutely out. it was very fun and greg it's always a pleasure to see you i know you're not in the room but yeah, yeah. hey shout out shout out dream panther dream shout panther. out speak panther speak nick on guitar and nick on Hello. guitar and also communicating with the moon people while he's uh, <laughs> playing that bass uh, hitting them licks. It's all about the yeah, vibration. The That's why we keep the window open, right? There. Yeah. Well, Sun Ra believed in the vi- the inter the interplanetary vibrations of music. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Right. See? Listen to speak. He's smart. Hey, there you go. Uh, Sun Ra. So speak look, the by the time this comes out, it will be I think March first will be the date that it comes out. Shout out! That will be Greg's birthday, Dream Panther's birthday. Uh, how, how old will you be turning? Can you talk about that? Uh, 22 he's gonna turn 22 can you believe it he's from parts unknown the industry age so march 1st the record will have been out for about five days at that point four days at that point because it's gonna drop on february 24th yeah my birthday oh february 24th is your birthday that's right because your your birthday is two days before my mom's birthday hello and to this day uh 
one of my a very early show of ours, or I think that maybe I just took my mom to a to a show that Verbs was throwing that you happened to be playing. Bananas, it was a bananas, and and you were like rolling around on the floor screaming and and tried to like I think uh, like kind of freak on my mom for a second, like freak dance with her. I did not know that was your mom. Yeah, and to this day she still goes, "Oh, how speak? Tell speak." I said hello, and I said, "Mom, you need to cool your fucking jets, mom. You need to calm down with that one." Hot mom, hot mom. Uh, so she's mad cool. Yeah, my mom is cool, but her birthday is right after that, so I, I know what I'll get her for her, her birthday. Yeah, is the, the speak, speak pan- send her yeah, the Speak Panther record. I'll send her a dad it's hat. Coming. Yeah, send her a dad hat, a mom hat. Combo. What's that? Get her the merch combo. Look, I like how Greg <laughs> is just off <laughs> he's over your the picture. merch Greg's, combo. Yeah, Greg's yeah. telling everyone to buy the merch. He's not even on mic, and it, look, he's he's well, holding a bong. If <laughs> If you guys, you can still hear him in the in the recording of the you, headphones. I hear him though. If like, you, just the bong. <laughs> if you guys are listening, you can go to what's the website where they can buy you guys's package deal? It, oh, it's gonna be uh, speakpanther.bigcartel.com. Speakpanther.bigcartel.com, where you can buy hats, shirts, all kinds of shit, that CDs, shit. Like, yo, you don't tapes, even have to buy the the album. Stream it on Spotify. Do all that. Yo, stuff. Greg, I think this just is stream, your turf. You put it on continuous right loop here. while you yeah. sleep for six right. hours. Yeah, that's what I tell people too. Like, that's a great like. That's a good. But Spotify will catch people if they're doing it, and then they'll put your record like or they'll flag it or something. Like, for, yeah, because people have tried that strategy. Yeah, just put it in your head. Think about it. Speak Panther. You'll find it. <laughs> Speak Panther. <laughs> on I'm the dark up, side yeah. of the moon. Well, I'm bouncing it off the moon back <laughs> to the to monolith. Yeah. Um, no, but I, it bounces off the moon through the earth. Nick, what's your no. moon Twitter? <laughs> he doesn't have a Twitter, dude. No, I'm, I'm like... I'm real slow when I move. I, I, I I'm a yeah, real slow. I'm on this moon gravity shit. Like, okay. I'm a, <laughs> speak. If yeah. people want to follow you, speak. Where can they follow you? Where can they find you? Your music. He That's plays in like dude, ten bands. Just look at the moon and think to yourself. Speak. You, you've heard. I'm speak telling you, Nick's the secret weapon of Dream Panther. Do all those crazy cool licks you heard. Yeah, that's. Oh, I'm like the what's that? What's the heart program? What's it like? The one where they bounce it off the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Harp, I think it's called Harp. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No red. High altitude Aurora Borealis like frequency thing. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm the secret. I'm the secret like that whatever that whatever you call that. Yeah. So speak. Where can people find you online? At speak. At speak with a Z at the with end. S P E A K Z. Not the band. The rapper. Yeah. Speak it. Uh, speak with a Z at the end. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Don't man. Don't even just. I fucking hate Facebook. Don't even log on to Facebook. It's a horrible place for horrible yeah, fucking people. Cesspool. And see us in real life, March sixteenth. March sixteenth at the Echo. Two weeks after this airs, you will be able to see them at the Echo. And it's going to be an amazing show. I will be there hanging out. The, there will be ticket links in the bio for yes. the performance video. Greg, Buy my man, tickets. Dream Panther, where yeah. can the people find you online? Get in the mic. Um, you can find me, Dream Panther. Uh, you know, just spell out Dream Panther. Two words or one word. Um, it's all there. You know, I got Google and iTunes and Spotify and Snapchat. And yeah. I have a phone number and an email and all that stuff, too. So, you know, you can just like... What's your phone number? Um, wait, hold on. Let me look. I can't remember. I have remember a phone number. The number. Um Oh, you it's, have the hotline, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 323-487-9187. You can send me a text. or 323-487-9187, yeah. Dream Panther hit, hotline. Hit up Dream Panther. Leave him, yeah. a, leave him a, a message. Lines are yeah, open. no, for real. Like, so, yeah, you know you know how to reach me. Just Dream Panther. Like, you know. You know what it is. Yeah. Just uh, think about it. 
All right. Well, I listened to some of the record in the car. It sounds fucking fantastic. It really thumps. We did it. We fucking got, did it. It's got some singing. It's got some. It's got some danceable tracks. It's got some fucking bars, and it's got some big kicks. So, okay, guys. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man Ben Shin behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery. At I am database space with two S's. Follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat, uh, and go to kindaneat.net. Uh, that has been recently redesigned and looks very beautiful. You can find all of our content there, very well organized and presentable. Uh, YouTube.com slash kind of neat, where you are going to see Speaky and Dream Panther perform, and Nick as Speak Panther. Uh, they're going to be doing a little medley and uh, go look for their new record. And Facebook.com slash kind of neat. And remember, if you are a weekly listener, the biggest thing that you can do to help us keep the lights on around here and help us keep food in our mouths and shoes on our feet is to go to patreon.com slash kind of neat. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash kind of neat and pledge $1 per episode or $3 per episode, whatever you want to pledge. But kick in a couple bucks because you listen and we enrich your life and we talk uh, messily about politics on the air and uh, without further ado I'm going to wrap this up by saying my name is Lee that was Nick Speak and Dream Panther Speak Panther and this was officially kind of neat yeah.